Hey Keenan, Take 18 is brought to you by Canada because if Donald Trump wins, I am going there. What's going on, peeps? Welcome back to Hey Keenan. You shout, I shout back. It's been too long, Kiki. It's been too long. What are you looking at? Oh, look at Max. Max is funny. Max was sleeping at the wheel and just caught himself sleeping, so he panicked. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so people, it's been too long. I'm, I love doing these. I'm glad to be back. We've got a couple good questions today, but I do have to apologize for the delay. It's been at least two weeks. No excuses, but a couple of the reasons I have been crazy busy. Uh, back to back to back to back. Number one. Number two, as many of you know, I'm a big skier, and so come Thanksgiving, I am on lockdown. I am on the white ribbon. Skiing from what was when was Thanksgiving this year? Like the 27th or 26th? Something like basically skiing from the Wednesday, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, all the way through the end of that weekend. So no, hey, Keen is there, but we will be doing one from the snow. Uh, so just lots of going on, lots going on here. Oh yeah, the book, right? That's right. Kiki's cute. She's like, what else have you been working on? The book is coming out. Uh, excited about that. We got our first hard copy, and they messed it up. It's going to be a collector's edition because it's missing a big graphic right on the front. We get a new one today, so be ready. The book might be out and be ready to be purchased as early as 15th. Maybe even earlier. Like by the time this gets out, it might even be ready. So um, look for Not Taught. The book's coming out. We're excited. Uh, what else? Where is the book? You should. Go oh yeah, grab it, Kiki. Keep going to grab it. We'll show it to you. Show you how they messed up. We're excited. Thank you, babe. Look. Here it is, people. We're super excited. But notice, there's supposed to be a red pencil right there. Don't even ask. Don't get me going. Just, we'll just move. Right? Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. We will not lose our temper and our energy over things we cannot control. So we got a new one coming in today. But. This could be a collector's item someday. So just play your cards right. I, this might be worth some bank and it might be given away. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's get into the take. Kiki, we got a couple good questions, do we not? We sure do. All right, I'm excited. My Patriots lost. That sucks. My Patriots lost. Oh, Kiki's a Broncos <laughs> fan. You heard that? Get the Broncos won. Yes, it did. But as I say to all my Broncos fans, yeah, okay, you won. But you're still, when you woke up in the morning, hung over from your excitement, and you realized, oh, shoot, we're still in second place. <laughs> Looking up, up at the Patriots. So, hey, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, okay, what, key, what do we got? We've got some really good questions today. Our first came from the comment section of YouTube on um, episode 17. So that's another way to get, us, get our attention and get your questions answered. Eric Gutierrez. Says, what sort of hustle would it would you like to see someone who's brand new in sales, no experience? How do I stand out and impress my new manager during my first few weeks in this role? All right. So Eric, thanks for the question, my man. This is a great question. What kind of hustle would I like to see and how do you stand out for your new boss? Look, my man, this is simple. Okay. And if you was the was the hustle you looked at, was that sixteen, was that the 
taking on hustle? I think it may have been. So you might, be, you might be asking this question on the hustle, so watch it again. And here's how it breaks down, my man. You need to know what your boss's expectations are of you in the first six months. So if you don't know, shame on your boss, boss, Eric needs to know, and shame on you, Eric, for not going and asking. So you sit down with your boss as soon as you can and you ask him, what do you expect of me in the first six months? How are you gonna measure my success? How are you gonna tell me if I'm doing a badass job, an average job, or a shitty job? Know your boss's expectations. Once you know that, the type of hustle I wanna see is hustle that is geared and targeted directly at crushing that. You gotta think, you gotta go through all the four layers of hustle, right? The emotional hustle, the physical hustle, the intellectual hustle, and the hustle of the heart. You gotta go through all four of those to make sure you deliver on what he's expecting of you. So if he's really good, he's got some probably some pipeline goals for you, he's got some learning goals for you, he's got some sales goals for you, you need to find out what those are, and then you just sit your ass down in a seat and say, okay, where am I good? Where do I have the skills to success, successfully execute these? And then where do I not? Where am I missing? What's the gap? And, and then say, okay, how do I fill that gap? And build yourself a plan to get you there. That's what you need to do. And then as you're moving, you should have a, a set of milestones for yourself that says, all right, I'm getting there, I'm closer, I'm heading in the right track. And if you're not, deviate. So that means you need to learn, you need to read a book, you need to spend time on the internet, you need to talk to other people in the company, you need to talk to the CEO, you need to set up weekly meetings with this boss, you need to set up weekly meetings with the best salesperson. I don't know, because every one of those could be exactly what you need, or none of those could be what you need. So that's what the hustle is, figuring it out across the board. Working late is the physical part. Reading books is the intellectual part, or the thinking part. Getting passionate and spending time with other people and learning what they're doing is, is part of the thinking and the emotional part. And then just owning it in your heart and, and thanking other people as you go along for helping you and giving them the feedback that says, hey, I appreciate you helping me get where I need to go. Thanking your boss for laying out the, the direction and laying out the goals and expectations. All of that. You do all of that, you'll make and you'll show him or her the hustle that I would want to see from a new employee. So I think this is a pretty simple one, pretty straightforward. You just know what they expect of you and then just put 110% into it across those four areas and you're going to get it done. So that was a great question, my man. Do me a favor. When you're done, brother, in six months or no, no, better yet in milestones, every 30 days, come back and tell us where you are and how you're succeeding and how it's going. Let us know. Leave it in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on email, however you want to do it, but keep us in the loop. That's cool. I want to know how it goes, Eric, and, and you tell us if you're making the progress you want to make. All right, my man? That was a good question. I like that. Pretty impressive sales skills if you got the job with zero sales experience first in the first place. Yeah, Kiki's got a good point. Good on you, baby. Good on you, man. Nice. Okay. And then our next question. We have from Hassan Shami. Shami, I apologize if I'm butchering that, Hassan. Uh, his question for you, Keenan, is how long should we keep extended prospect free services for POC? When is the right time to say no and your turn now? All right. Hassan? Hassan. Hassan. Hassan, my man. If you're asking me this question, you already screwed up. And I'm sorry. Sorry, brother, but you already screwed up. POC, for those of you who don't know, it's a proof of concept. Those of you who start a proof of concept without an end date and expected results, you've already lost the battle. You have got the customer 
addicted to something free with no end in sight, no obligation, and no commitment on their part. So unfortunately, my man, you have already sort of started down this road and now you're gonna to have to unwind it. So the answer, the question you asked was, what's the right amount of time? There's really no right or wrong there. I mean, depending on the complexity of the product, depending on the size of the product, the cost of the product, the impact of the, to the organization that's using it, it could be anywhere from a week, right? I mean, when you talk about this B2C stuff, it's a week, you get a free trial for a week, in and out, you're done. <clears throat> or it could be, Six months, if you're talking some giant ERP system with tremendous uh, cross-functional impact. So I don't know the right amount of time. What I do know is that before you start one, you sit down with your client and you say, okay, we'd love to do a, point of, a proof of concept. What is it you're looking for in this proof of concept? How are you going to measure success? What results do you want to see? And once you do that, once you have those goals and objectives set, then you need to track them. You need to track them along the proof of concept, whether it's one week, one month, three months, six months, I don't really care how long, just make sure that you're tracking to the objectives and the goals and the outcomes that the customer said they wanted to see. And if you start deviating from those, get back on track because you're gonna lose the sale. If you're tracking to them, announce it to the customer and say, look, we're tracking to them. Are you seeing what you wanna see? Do you agree we're in agreement? You're getting the outcomes that you're looking for and the milestones are, are uh, lining up. That's what's most important in this thing. And the other thing I would say is don't ever do a proof of concept if they ask you to do one if they don't agree to buy if you meet all their expectations and goals. The one exception, a little asterisk on that is if there are multiple proof of concepts going on and you're in a competitive environment, they won't do it because they're gonna do your proof of concept and someone else's and someone else's and they're gonna wanna see whose is the best. But if it's just you or the only one competing or the only one doing a proof of concept, ask for a commitment if you do it and meet their goals at the end. So here's, the, here's the, the message, Hassan. It's not how long you do it that matters. It's what you do and how well it aligns to what it is the customer is expecting to see in the proof of concept. That's what matters most. So if you're in one right now, here's my advice. And if you're in one right now and you don't know how to get out of it, you basically go to the customer and say, look, we've been in this a long time. What were you hoping to see? And to have them tell you. And if you haven't met those yet, then create a, a set time, one more month, one more week or whatever, to demonstrate that you can deliver on those and make sure your ass delivers. Or if you have proven it what they want to see, end it. Because it's all a proof of concept is about, my man, is being able to deliver on what the customer wants to see. And if you can deliver it, then you're done. That's it. It's a trial. It's like a test drive. No one takes a test drive for three weeks because so you can pretty much feel how the car rides, what you do in the car, how to back the thing up, how to park the thing, how to turn on the stereo system, and what will fit in it in about a couple hours. They don't need a month. Same thing with a proof of concept, my man. So get out right now. Pull the plug, and if you can't pull the plug, go to the customer and say, okay, what did you want to see? We'll show you in the next two weeks, then we're done, and if we do it, will you buy? So that's my two cents, my man. Don't waste time with proof of concepts that go on forever. Don't waste proof time with proof, proof of concepts, can't even say that stupid word, with POCs that don't have a set of deliverables and measurables that tell you your product is the product they want and you're delivering on their needs. So cut it out, my man. Stop it. Kick it to the curb and make the customer get real. You're not there to waste your time. All right, that's my advice to you, my man. So I know those are two good questions. Good questions. Yeah, two good questions. Two good questions. Hashtag Hey Keenan. Yes, that's right. Kiki's right. Hashtag Hey Keenan on Twitter. Drop your comments right down here in YouTube. Please do that right here on YouTube. Hit me up with more Hey Keenans. Uh, and with that note, I'm going skiing. It is Friday afternoon. I'm hitting the slopes, Bale Rocks. All right, till next, y'all. You shout out, I shout back. Peace. I'm out. 
You shout out, I shout back. My take on your questions, you got them, you ask them. Hit me up, hashtag HeyKeenan, we'll rock it out. Until next time, peace, I'm out.